You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 64. All right, you guys, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. I've always just wanted to start out an episode that way. I don't really have good or bad news, but it just sounded really dramatic and fun. So I'm actually coming at you from on my phone again because it's time to feed my chickens. And if you didn't know, I have six chickens. And you may be thinking, what? You don't seem like the kind of girl that would be in chickens. And you're right, I'm not. But I have a best friend who built this beautiful farmhouse in Draper. And she had six chickens. Well, then her husband got promoted and moved to New York. So I now have six chickens. Maybe you can hear them fighting over bread that I'm feeding them. Anyway, so um, yeah, every morning I come out, I look for eggs, and then every evening I check on their food and I make sure that they are doing well. And yeah, that's the story of the chicken. So until my friend comes to visit me, my goal is to keep all six of these ladies alive because... I don't even want to think about reporting back to my best friend that I couldn't handle six chickens. <laughs> so that's the story of the chickens. Um, we have had a few little run-ins with our neighbor's dog. So Nick, actually this story is kind of like a sad story. Kind of like the sad place I'm in right now emotionally with my business and hitting walls. But Nick spent... Gosh, he spent probably 16 hours one day extending our chicken coop and making it this little chicken coop mansion. And he, you know, designed the frame and he went to Home Depot and bought all the wood and all of the chicken wire and the nails and the staples for a staple gun. And he spent the time to drop this beautiful plan for this chicken mansion, that's what I'm calling it. And it was amazing and he put it together and it took him really early one Saturday morning and part of another day and he finally finished it. And literally the day he finished it, we put the new chickens in and they were just so happy and you could tell that they like loved this extra space. He put little bars for them to perch and like it was a beautiful happy day well the end of the night we came in put our kids to bed and all of a sudden the doorbell rings and it's my neighbor holding two of my chickens my next door neighbor I'm like what's going on like she watched our chickens a couple weeks before and so I was wondering like did you get them out to play or what's happening? Like I couldn't even fathom why she would be holding two of my chickens. And she said, all of your chickens are out on your side yard. I think some sort of an animal got into the coop. And what had happened was we ran outside and the coop was completely shredded on multiple sides. And so, of course, the first thing we did is we went to our doorbell camera and started looking at footage. And sure enough, a different neighbor's two very large dogs were running around our yard. And it was pretty clear that they had gone back there and started either jumping and pawing at the coop. And because 
the chicken wire was just your basic chicken wire, it was completely shredded. Like they ripped multiple holes in it. And so we had to borrow chicken wire from another neighbor and start patching it up. And I've honestly never seen Nick look like he was going to cry. And um, he was kind of devastated. He just put his head down. He didn't actually cry, but he's like, oh man, that sucks. I'm like, I know. I'm so glad they're not hurt. He's like, no, like I literally spent 16 hours building this thing and it didn't even make it one day and it got destroyed. And I just like, oh, my heart just felt for him because I was like, dang, like I, I know exactly how that feels. That sucks. You know, I feel like that's how it feels to be a business owner every day. Like, oh man, I spent however many months or years on this dream and like it just got destroyed by one thing or I don't know if that even makes sense, but he was so sad and, you know, like, what are you going to do? Just dumb dogs. It's, I think, just kind of <laughs> maybe one of the perils of being a chicken owner. Um, but my heart just like felt so bad and I didn't even know what to say. And I kind of felt guilty that I didn't say something first, that I didn't recognize how gut-wrenching that would feel. And anyway, he ended up going to Home Depot and he bought some like extreme strength chicken wire that has, it's not like your typical chicken wire. It's like mini fencing basically that just has metal grates that literally like you would have to cut them with pliers to tear them open. Like there is nothing that is going to break this apart. You'd have to melt it or cut it. And so he put that around the bottom three feet and that has worked out really, really well. And he was able to patch up like the bigger holes. And so it came together nicely, but it was so just like, again, like one of those things, like you just don't know. And I'm sure if it was, if it wouldn't have been those dogs, it would have been something else. And how lucky that a, we were home that the dogs just wanted to play with the chickens and not eat them. Cause I guarantee you, if it would have been an animal that would have broken into it, it absolutely would have eaten multiple um, of our chickens. I have no doubt about that. So maybe it ended up being like a blessing in disguise. But I, I had a similar experience today where I've been up for weeks building a website. And as I've been building the website, I've been testing links. And if any of you know my story, you know I'm not like technologically savvy. But website building... Um, although it takes me a long time, like I can get through it and get it done and save myself about $10,000 because website design is expensive, especially for the type of stuff I'm doing, like funnels and multiple sales pages and offers that I'm running ads to, you know, it's an expensive process anyway, even doing it by myself. And I finished one that I've been working on for weeks and I launched it and I put ad money behind it and I was so excited to get the ball rolling and something on it broke. And I couldn't figure out what broke, what happened. And at the same time that all of this was kind of coming down, crashing around me, um, it started storming where I live in Utah and the rain tripped the breaker that was attached to our router So now I didn't have internet. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like I absolutely need support. I need internet. And you know how it is these days. Like even though we all have phones and we could call like 
Facebook doesn't even have a number you can call. You have to just message them and then they'll get back to you, you know? So I'm trying to get this website fixed. I'm trying to fix these issues. I've got, you know, ad money pumping out. I'm like, ah, cancel my ads. I can't cancel my ads because I don't have internet. And so everything's just running haywire and people are getting frustrated because none of the links are working. And one major thing was jamming it all up and I'm frustrated and I'm like trying to blame somebody and I finally get my router reset. We get it all back up. And it probably doesn't help that uh, Nick is out of town for a work trip. So, you know, single mom over here with the two kids, middle of the day, the witching hour. You know, you can see where this is going. It's, it's not looking good. Um, and they messaged me back and they're like, oh, here's a video of what's wrong. By the way, this is an error that you made and it can only be fixed on your end unless you want to pay us to go in and fix it. And I'm like, can totally see exactly what I did wrong and you know like part of it was like the type of page that I used doesn't support the the lead capture function that I needed so I wanted this page to collect emails but because I like built it from scratch I missed something in the build and so they're like yeah it's not gonna work you actually need to rebuild this page I'm like no and I kind of felt like you know, like this thing I had built that I had spent weeks on kind of got destroyed and maybe not destroyed by someone else, but just knowing that like you didn't do it right and that you have to redo that work. It's frustrating. And gosh, like Nick was saying, he's like, don't give up. Don't lose hope. I called him because I'm just like, you know, in one of those tizzies. I'm like, this is so hard. Like, why did I think I could handle this? Why did I think that I could do this. And he just said, you know what? Now you know what to do for next time. So don't freak out. Like it's fine. Now that's never going to happen again. And he's absolutely right. There have been so many things this month that I'm like, oh my gosh, like this isn't my skill set. I don't know how to do this. And, um, you know, I've been really good this year about helping, helping my business by hiring things out where it makes financial sense and where, I can afford it. And it's been literally a lifesaver because there are people out there who are not only more talented than you, but faster and better at certain tasks. So, you know, being able to hire out some of the work has been extremely helpful, but it's just not, you know, it's not always doable, especially when the stuff you're wanting, the quotes keep coming back at like 10 grand and (laughs) you're like, cool. I just, you know, won't eat or pay my mortgage, I guess, for a few months. And then we can totally make that happen. You know, no big deal. Hashtag entrepreneur life. Um, but I guess I'm just trying to, again, keep it real. Let you know, like, that I, I know I'm resilient. I know I can come back from this. And I know that if I just give myself a little bit of grace and try again, like I've already built this, I know I can do it again. I know it's going to go faster because I already know what I want it to do, what I want it to say, literally like copy and paste text and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But as I'm here on this last day of July to report to you, I mean, this month started out with so much like promise and hopes and these big dreams for myself. And it's kind of come down to, you know, my metaphorical chicken coop getting completely shredded And that's okay. Sometimes that happens. So I'm just going to rebuild. 
that's the theme of this month. We will rebuild. So if you're listening to this, whether you're having the best month of your business or whether you're like me hitting wall after wall after wall, I want you to know that this is part of it. This is what you signed up for when you became an entrepreneur. And this is like the struggle that I think makes it all worth it because the biggest, the biggest adversary of entrepreneurs is complacency and feeling like, oh, I'm so content. Like I got this, right? Like you want to be content, but at the same time, like you don't ever want to be, I don't know, just feeling like you, you don't need help or you don't, you know everything, you know, like I'm, I'm smarter than everybody here. I know all of this because again, this like gives me more perspective and just hope that like, again, I can do hard things. If it was just easy, everyone would do it. And anyway, so as I wrap up this month, this episode, I, I guess I just want you to know that, that you're stronger than you think. And I'm stronger than I think too. And, and that we have got this and, and it's going to be okay. And that <laughs> entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial journey was not meant for uh, the faint at heart. Like you got to be tough and resilient. And so at the end of the day, at the end of the month, when I look at myself in the mirror, do I, do I practice what I preach? Am I saying, yeah, this is hard. It's freaking hard, but that's okay. Cause I can do hard things. I've done much harder things than this before and I can do it again. So yeah. So can you, thanks for joining me. I'll catch you guys next time.